welcome to Spare Time October 2023. It's fully November. It's the podcast corporate edition. Yeah, we're here in the office. Just two business women. Two business women at work running their our business, business podcast. podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. No and question. This business podcast is about the business of um, things that business. aren't business. Absolutely. Yeah, spare time. Um, famously not a business moment. Yeah, it's a little bit of an oxymoron, this, for us. The fact Although that... It's, it's famously not a business. We are in the business of spare time. We're in the business of spare but time. But we do it pro bono. We should make hats <laughs> that say, in the business of spare time. We should. That's I actually like that. really cute. That's a good hat. And I'm I'm imagining it as the rigatoni hat. 100%. But, but like, kind of, like, pale, muted... Girly mm-hmm. colors. Girly colors. Maybe this holiday season is finally the time <gasps> for us to have merchandise. Okay, you guys. We are going to be releasing our annual gift guide. Gift guide. It's annual. We've done one every We've year, like which is times. famously what annual means. And they're good gift guides. Yeah, they're so good. But we have to send them out earlier. Yes. We usually send it on like December 20th, and that's not that helpful. That's too late. For most people, although I do buy a lot of Christmas presents at that time. Of course, I'm, very I'm always shopping on December 24th. There's never a time that I'm not. And that's just the way we are. And that's I actually fine. got your Christmas gift already. Oh, my God. I know. I saw it when I was actually in uh, NYC. <gasps> the Big and Apple. And I said, that's for my friend Marie. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I feel honored. Yeah, it's good. Anyways, that's my friend Marie. And right that's there. my friend Elisa right there across the table from me. And one of my... One of our accolades is that we've been podcasting for five years it's, or so. The anniversary is really <gasps> fast approaching. We wanted to have an anniversary party. I know it's we next, need to. It's next month, I think. Yeah, it's January. December. Or Jan- yeah, yeah, January. It's yeah. January. We should have a an anniversary party. We should have a P-A-R-T-Y. P-A-R-T-Y, one letter for every year of the pod. Oh my God. And we could also Every have letter a- should be like a food. Oh, my God. We should. P is for... Pasta. Yeah. A is for anchovies. Yep. R is for... I'm bringing nothing to this conversation. Radishes. No, I knew you were going to say that, but I don't, you don't want like it to be those. radishes. How about R is for relaxing? It has to be a food. Mm, R is are there no foods that start with R? There have to be at least a million. R is for radishes. <laughs> I literally can't think of a. Single I know. I'm other like there food. isn't another one. Um, Reese's tea? cups. I don't like those. No. Though. T is for tomatoes. Perfect. And Y is for yams. Okay. <laughs> Carbs. We can we can workshop that. We'll workshop we can the workshop Y. That. I actually feel fine about the R because I do think radishes go with anchovies. Yeah, radishes, anchovies, and butter. Made popular by my favorite toast <sighs> at the Red Hen. That toast is so good. I love it so much. Okay, well, um, we're here to speak about the month of October. 2023. What happened? What did we do? What did we not do? Because it's all about spare time. What did we not like? So kick us off, Marie. Uh, How'd you spend your spare time this month? This month was a black hole because I had COVID for what seems like almost the whole month. You had it for over two weeks. Yeah, so we went... Which is really a bummer. It was a real bummer. We went to a wedding together. Yes. Um, that was the beginning of the month. It was beautiful. It was one of our best friends' weddings. Besties in the world. It was one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. I'll go on the record and say it. She's here. gonna be so happy. To it hear was that. so fucking fun. It was so fun. Nonstop fun. Dance floor f- 
46 out of 10. Yeah, Boogie it was all night too long. good, honestly. Yeah, I think it was it was certainly the most fun. It was wedding. the best dance floor I best ever saw. Best dance floor I ever saw in my life. No one's surprised to learn that. Um, and then shortly thereafter, I did indeed get COVID, so I was in my home for two full weeks. Um, well, you went to New York City. Oh yeah, I went to New York. And then you York got COVID City. there. Let's the just be clear. Apple. Let's be clear. Um, I blame Bushwick. Ooh. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about Let's that. Let's blame her. Let's blame her. Um, so, yeah, I spent a lot of time, my spare time. I had a ton of spare time this month. You had more than you wanted. More than I wanted because I could not do much. Anything. I was like, I had the dumb version of COVID. Like, I felt like I couldn't, like, do any thinky, productive things. Mm. So I just, like, watched a ton of movies. Hannah also had COVID. She gave it to me, famously. Um, we watched all the Hunger Games movies. Which she did. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. She had it first, and then I got it. Okay. Um, so following your lead, all yeah. the Hunger Games movies. We'll be discussing that in depth Can't later. Can't wait. We also watched all of the Lord of the Rings movies, which I had never seen. Um, I'm not going to comment on... I don't think I'm a Lord of the Rings girl, but okay. I am I am happy to understand for all the, the, culture. For all the Lord of the Rings girls who are out there and whom I love. Um, Do you know a lot of Lord of the Rings girls? I know a few loud ones. And proud. Loud and proud. Um, Brooke Fortune, huge Lord of the Rings girl. Wow, okay. Nellie Bristol, huge Lord of the Rings girl. Hannah, sort of a huge Lord of the Rings girl. Okay. Low key. I didn't really know it about her. Interesting. Um, There are definitely some more, but I can't think of them now. This one's for you. Yeah. Um. We I caught up on my reading goal as well during my COVID time. So I read good, like 12 there books. There was a time where you were behind, my girl. I'm still behind. I fell immediately behind again. But okay. I was like 12 books behind yeah, before I, was I got COVID. You. I wasn't going to say it. I caught up. So good. Crazy. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm always behind at this time of year. And then the holidays hit and yeah. I really like step it up. But I was pretty behind. But I was reading like a machine. It was scary. It was scary to me as well. Yeah. It was scary to me as well. Um, But it was fun, I guess, in a way. Did you read anything good? Who can say? Um, I read (laughs) Lauren Groff's new book, The Vaster Wilds. Those books are beyond my comprehension. Oh, my God. That author. (laughs) I love her. Um, And this book was about, it's sort of a crazy thing to write a book about because it's just about one girl in, like, immediately... uh, like early, early America, like pre-revolution, mm. um, who's like running away from her place where she lives. I was going to say town. I don't really know if it counts mm-hmm. as a town, but there was like plague and famine and like all this horrible shit was happening. So she like runs away and she's like in the wilderness running away the whole book trying to survive. And it's just like her brain the whole time. It's a crazy book, but it was really good. It was pretty weird to read while I had COVID, I'll say. You're like, I'm also like, in I'm my I'm on a brain. journey. Um, but I love Lauren Groff so much. She's one of my favey faves. I love so it. So I loved that one. I'm happy you're back in the real world. Me too. Even though we still, the, the COVID symptoms are like really lingering for Hannah especially. It sucks. Yeah. It's been she like five weeks. Great. Yeah. Night cough. That's been a big part. I don't love that for you, for either of you. No. But all good. And Welcome I ate a lot back. of candy, obviously, because mm. it was October. What's your favorite candy? This year was Twix. Yeah. She rose above the rest. Yeah. But Butterfinger, so York good. Peppermint Patties. Mm. Those are the those are the three. The I love a Kit Kat too. 
no. I know it's not for you. You're not a wafer girl. <laughs> Where you lose me. And that's fine. Um, believe it or not, Marie, we rang in this month seeing the greatest band in the world, Muna. <sighs> that was November 1st. That was the best. That was October 1st. October. No, it was November no, 1st. November 1st. Uh-oh. No, no, October 1st. Wait, yes. Yes, because it was beep, before boop, Alex's beep. wedding. It was not like a week ago. <laughs> Literally like, what's happening? We're we're fine. That was the best concert I've seen this year. Period. Yeah, I loved it so much. I love them. I'm happy for all of their success. I know. Well, let's just, we have to paint a little picture. So okay. we're at the All Things Go Music Festival. Yes. Which is a music festival here in D.C. that probably la- last year none of you had heard of, but they really found their way onto the map this year. They popped off. Um, we're watching Muna. It's late. Um, the and it was the like sunset, sunset time. Which at this time the sun did not set at four thirty. Correct. So we're out there. We're we're grooving. It's an amazing vibe. And as they're performing, the moon, the nearly full mm. moon, is like rising the behind the stage. The Muna. Um, so everyone in the crowd could see like the moon just like starting to come out from behind the stage, and it was obviously like all witchy lesbians in the crowd. So everyone was like losing their shit. It was very magical. Yeah, it was great, great, great. So we did that. Um. Watch our best friend get married. We love to do it. Shout out. Um, acquainted myself with New Jersey culture. I don't spend a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. It's so specific. Indeed. Um, I went to some pumpkin patches. So cute. I love that. Yeah, really cute. I, I had kettle corn. I love kettle corn. Whoa. Yeah. Reminded me that I love it. And if you read our news a few weeks ago, I've really been, um, you know, going hard with QT. QT. Q time. Quality time with my friends. So that's really October. Quality time. Some of the best spare time there is. It's the best. We well, I guess stuff. it depends on what you need. but Yeah, fair. But I do think it's always, it's high ranking. It's super high ranking. Um, what was your very best of the best? My very, very best of the best. Um, if you have been reading the newsletter, I know you have been, if you're listening. Um you know I've been eating a lot of soup, and part of that is because of the COVID. Yeah, the COVID. But the best thing that I ate in the month of October was a soup that was brought to me that I did not make. That's um, love. And it was brought to me by Hannah's dad, Ted, one of Cutie. the one of the best guys out there. Um, and he's, like, famous for – he always brings cute stuff to our house, like little pastries and stuff. And he brought this matzo ball soup, which is not a soup that I enjoy nearly often enough. From a place called Celebrity Deli. I bet you hate it. It's the texture of the matzo ball. Yeah, you don't like the squishy. No. Yeah. For me, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a girl who loves, like, in a chicken noodle soup, a little saltine cracker crumbled up. Mm. And I like that it gets all squishy. Okay. And I feel like that's matzo ball energy. Mm -hmm. In fact, I did add saltines to the matzo ball soup, so I had it all. Um, it was just like such flavorful broth. The matzo was also really flavorful. It was very healing. I felt so happy to have it in the fridge. And there's just kind of nothing like a a soup that's dropped off by somebody with love when you're sick. Nothing like it. And I was like, damn, I need to visit Celebrity Deli, I guess. Where is that? I honestly could not tell you. It has to be in Virginia. Yeah. I bet it's in Falls Church. I love that name. Yeah, it's cute. Um... You know that I'm a crunchy girl. I sure do. But recently I was eating udon with friend of the podcast in New York Mm -hmm, City. mm -hmm. And we both kind of really had this (laughs) deep conversation about how chewy is one of the best textures. And so I'm a crunchy wing chewy. Mm. Um, What are your texture choices? 
What are the options? You know, um, crunchy, mushy, mushy, juicy, juicy, chewy, chewy, um, like brittle. Mm. Um, is stretchy different than chewy? What would you say is stretchy? I'm thinking about white mountain ice cream again. That doesn't really count. That would be creamy. Creamy. That's a, a great That's one. That's a one. <laughs> um, oh you God. like creamy. I do love creamy. I don't know that it's in my top two. I think, think that I'm probably it. a crunchy wing creamy. Oh. <laughs> so for you, it's like an Alfredo pasta with a crispy breadcrumb. Amen. Great. Although if I eat that too much, I'll die. Yeah, but. Alfredo pasta is like a once per year occasion for my stomach. That's, this is your 30s, you know? Yeah, I Can't mean, I don't. that much cream. I don't do Alfredo for personal reasons. Neither does Hannah. She fucking hates it. I think it's gross, but. It's okay. I'm not here to yuck your yum. Thanks, girl. My best of the month was, okay, Radio Bakery. Do you know about her? No. She's in Grain Point. And Kath went here um, a few months ago, like over the summer, and was like, this is the best bakery I've had in New York City, which Whoa. is kind of major. That's like You say that and I'm listening. Yeah, big um, time. So we obviously went, and it was fantastic. Wow. The baked goods were amazing all around. The croissants were good, but not totally memorable but great you know yeah i mean i feel like not every bakery is for is for laminated pastries and that's fine no i mean their laminated pastries were excellent like they would do really well in any challenge Mm. um i got like a pretzel croissant that had cheese in it like it was so fun that's crazy and good but like you know i wasn't like dying for the croissants but i was dying for the brown butter corn cake which i'd also like to go on record and just say that like Cornbread is so good. Period. I want to get it every time. Yeah. This one was cooked in like one of those little cast iron rectangle things. So it was like crispy all around. And I think there was like honey or maple syrup lining it. So it was like crispy but caramelized to the point that it was like sticky, chewy in your teeth. And then the top had like you know, like sanding sugar so mm-hmm. or like whatever. So it was like like turbinado. So it was crunchy, Hell yeah. chewy, sticky, corn. Perfect. Brown butter. That sounds so fucking Yeah, it awesome. was really crazy. I loved it so much. Um, and then I reminded myself when looking through my camera roll, I made these portobello sandwiches Whoa. at home for lunch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are inspired. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, I got um, rye bread from Manifest Bakery. Yum. So you got to start with a rye sandwich bread. Okay. So good. And then I cooked the portobello. I honestly Googled like portobello um, smitten kitchen or something. Yeah. Or like portobello. Um, what's the sandwich called? Like a, a Reuben. Portobello mm. Reuben. Mm-hmm. And like whatever her recipe was. It was like stovetop with like soy sauce like black pepper like whatever it was just kind of like savory and good and then i added cheddar cheese Mm -hmm. a like russian dressing type vibe like mayo um ketchup mustard whatever mix and then sauerkraut and it was that sounds fucking awesome so good yeah i had it like three days in a row and i was like this is a good sandwich i love a i don't love like a regular reuben because i don't like what's in it too much pastrami or like corned beef i mean i don't eat meat but like that kind of thick that scares me stacked on top of each other Mm -hmm. i'm like but a turkey reuben for sure like 
It's the, the flavors. It's the dressing. And it's the, the dressing. I just so good. So good. And everyone out here should know my search terms for whenever I'm trying to make anything or if there's like something I need to use up in my fridge is always that thing smitten kitchen of course period 101 that's how you find a good recipe she has literally millions of recipes on there it's crazy she's prolific as fuck it's really something yeah love you deb yeah go off girl i know i'm like one day we'll know you i know um what's your worst marie well you know we're setting aside the obvious of course genocide (laughs) um because that's not really uh what we do here because we're not a political podcast um so i'm gonna name some things that were my worst that are silly mm-hmm. um my cats decided that they like to go on to the kitchen counters now oh, no. in the night during their hours of naughty no when they're awake when is that they're stressful awake knowing that your animals are awake when you're asleep uh i think it would be really stressful if we lived in like a one-bedroom apartment where they were waking us up but normally yeah. they don't get up to too much. However, I did wake up one evening in or one morning in October to find the Chemex smashed into approximately 65,000 pieces on the floor. Were they hurt? No. They okay, were fine. And they were just like walking around in the kitchen. I was like, get out of here. Like, are you so stupid? They are. They're very stupid. They've never had. They've never known a moment of hardship in their lives. So that was pretty a pretty bad way to wake up. Um, I also made one of the worst smoothies I think that's ever been made on the earth. It's impossible to make a good smoothie consistently. You, I did something that I knew was a mistake, but I thought maybe it could be fine, and that was putting arugula in a smoothie. Um, and so my smoothie just tasted like liquid peppery no, greens. No, no. And I was like on a call trying to drink it and I was kind of like choking it like, down. I'm gonna throw up. And my boss was literally like, What are you drinking? Because it doesn't look like you're enjoying it. <laughs> I was like, You're right, it's the worst thing like, that's ever happened. I was not doing a good job. Of and it was it. one of those things that I just kept like adding stuff because it was so bad. Yeah. So then I just ended up with like an incredible amount of this horrible smoothie. Ugh. And I felt so wasteful. Um, and that was humbling. Smoothies are hard. I recently um, retired from using my Vitamix because I was making a smoothie and you know when it just gets like stuck and you're like, I don't want to add more liquid. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. I had put the um, the little thing in like the rod, yeah, yeah. but I put it too far down and it did get stuck in the blade and it cracked everywhere oh into the smoothie. So I was like, it's over. I feel like that shouldn't happen. Yeah, that shouldn't like, be possible. I know. I'm like, Erica was like, what are you doing? And I was like, this shouldn't be possible. Mm-mm. What I just did. Vitamix, care to respond? Yeah, I wasn't pleased. Um, so I, I totally get it. I no longer make smoothies as well. All all my love and respect to South Blog, my smoothie of choice in Washington, D.C. Yeah, you guys are doing do great. good work. Yeah, it's consistent mm-hmm. and... I'm not really a smoothie girl, but like if you want one, it's a good Sometimes spot. you need one. Like sometimes your body is like, I need you to give me like five servings of vegetable in one in a glass, liquid. which is weird. What I weirdly love is like a cashew milk, like a chocolate, Ooh. like a cacao cashew milk. Sounds so good. I think it's tasty. Where can I get that? Like juice places, mm. toastique. 
perhaps. Oh, Toasty. Right across the street. I forgot that place exists. I know. I used to get it a lot at um, Drink, but I don't think they're in oh, business yeah. anymore. No, I, I haven't thought about that place in years. Yeah. I don't know. Their juices mm. weren't that good. Um, my worst of the month is like not so spare time related, but it's just like, why do we have jobs? Like they're horrible <laughs> all the time, it feels like. And you guys know, I've, I've been really trying to like not let my job permeate my feelings about my life. Um, but this month, my job really like imploded in a huge way that like, mm. I actually, I, I was saying like, I was traveling for work last week and I was feeling pretty good about how, even though I was having truly one of the worst work weeks of my life, honestly, like I still was very much able to kind of shut it down at like six o'clock and, and move into the evening portion of my day and like mm-hmm. enjoy whatever I was doing. So that felt like progress. And I was yeah. clapping myself on the back. Um, but I don't know if you ever feel this way, but like, I think especially, in light of the general state of humanity and mm-hmm. and just like, you know, there's always things happening in the world. Like I find it really hard to like care about my job, even on a good day. And then mm. like on the bad days, I'm kind of like, am I really like on a zoom call talking about posters or like something <laughs> that just like couldn't matter less. And yet it is like my professional obligation to show up and act like I care about this. It's mm. just like, it feels very tricky for me sometimes. Um, and ultimately, I don't think I'm doing... It's it's hard. Like, I don't think any job is, like, super perfect. And Mm-mm. I try to tell myself that, like, well, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what would make me feel better. Because it's, like, I do think that I'm what I do professionally is ultimately important. Like, it's about making people feel welcome and seen and connected Mm -hmm. in a space that they have to be in every single day Mm -hmm. and so it's like that in theory matters Mm -hmm. to me and that in theory is important especially now Mm -hmm. um and then like literally like i manage a department so there's you know a number of people that are affected by me and what i do every day and and ultimately can make an impact on their professional life personally and I'm like that matters but then I'm also like it doesn't feel like it matters to me Mm. so I'm kind of like what matters to me I don't know yeah I think that when the world is horrible everything that is like vaguely dystopic or like vaguely you know, whatever, late stage capitalist nightmare is like really thrown into the light. And you're like, what is is the point of this? And like, I think that it's just, it is all connected to like, you know, no matter what you do, like we are all obligated by our financial circumstances to participate in this system that is actively really bad whether it means like oh it's bad for capitalism is bad for like us because we don't get to like have as much spare time that we as you know what I mean like mm-hmm. on that level but it's also like it's the same system that is like providing all of this taking all of our money and using it to spend on weapons that are going to kill children in hospitals so like it is all and it, so I feel like when those connections become like clearer yeah. you're like what the actual fuck is the point of this 
And I think also, like you said at the beginning of that, like of this thought that like it doesn't really have to do with spare time, but like I think that the reason we like to talk about spare time and that like this conversation is so ongoing, like we're having a five year long conversation about this is because it's so limited by the way that we spend our time at work. And so Mm -hmm. like as much as you want to feel like, and I think it is really worthwhile to be like, okay, I don't want my work to define me. I don't want it to like bleed into my personal life. And like, I want to feel like if I have a bad day at work, I can have a good day personally. Mm -hmm. But like, at the end of the day, like, we're spending 50 hours plus a week on this. And, like, it's really hard if you don't feel like it's serving you. Yeah. Or, like, meaningful to you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for hearing me on that. Yeah. Continuing to explore that. I mean, it's, like, it's fine and it's not fine. But basically my work has become, it's crossed a boundary. Not It's, like, it's crossed the line, I think, mm. is the better way to phrase it of just, like, what is and isn't reasonable mm-hmm. um emotionally professionally etc yeah um so we'll see how that nuts out also in some just like interesting um work <laughs> news two of my former employers declared bankruptcy today um and there's something there's something to dig into about there's that. something there it's <laughs> definitely like you know if there was a mini series about your life like that would be Included. It's like not one, like one is actually enough, but it was actually two on the same day. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I really know how to pick them. I'm like, if you want an illustrious career, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be fine. Yeah, it's actually pretty, it's comical. It's pretty Obviously, LOL. it's like, it's meaningful and it like affects a lot of people. But like, I don't think either of those businesses are planning on closing. They're just declaring mm-hmm. bankruptcy. Right. Which I'm like, is another reason that I'm like, this is all fake. It's like, bankruptcy is so confusing. Can your former, one of your former employers in particular, I don't know if we're naming them. The on big this podcast, one. Like how can they continue to pretend how, who's giving them money and why, you know what I mean? Like why I mean, would you? The former, um, founder who was ousted for two billion dollars he he just got more money he he was like hey guys i have a new idea and he got a bunch of funding i just and that's what's wrong can you imagine just to be no i mean oh to be a man that everyone thinks is a visionary who by the way literally like i think this is one of the biggest downfalls of uh, like investment back venture ever mm. ever and he's still getting and people investment. are like you know what i'll bet on you you seem you still seem like a winning so horse to me stupid. <laughs> uh, i'm like literally i just want to open a bakery and this guy right is out here exactly yeah exactly it's, it's like how come money is so fake for people who don't need it and so real for people who do that's what i'm saying it's crazy <sighs> I mean, not to, again, like, go too deep on, um, you know, the state of the world, because that's really not what we're about here. But, like, the number of um, infographics that I've seen circling about, like, the amount of money that we spend on the military and or weapons of war and, like, how that money could solve literally all of our problems. Right. Homelessness. Food education. Yeah, it's just like 
depressing. Student loans, drug rehabilitation. Like, it's all... Prison it's just reform. Like, it just makes you realize that, like, it's all nothing is actually impossible. Like, like, I'm kind of like, oh, so, like, we could live in, like, something closer to a utopia. And, like, we are just, like, the people in power are choosing money instead. And that is horrible. Evil. It's evil. <laughs> it's very evil. And that's the worst of the month. <laughs> that's the true worst right there. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about Julia Tertian, somebody who's not evil. She is really not evil. We she's love good, her so good, much. Good. And we used to talk about her kind of a lot. Yeah, we love her here. Yeah, she's she a queen. She just hasn't like released new work in a while. So I feel like personally we've been engaging quite a bit. But, mm-hmm. you know. This is such a culture podcast. Culture. That, uh, so for those of you who are who haven't heard us talk about Julia before, she is a cookbook writer and recipe developer, lesbian icon. Um, married to Grace Bonney. Married formerly to Grace Bonney. of Design Sponge. We, they're cool a power girl. couple. Cool girl. Cool girl alert. Um, and I just want to bring to your attention something that Julia Tertian does that gives me a lot of joy and that I think is really smart. Um, I read her newsletter, which I recommend. Um, and every so often she will just like draw a little chart. Um, and I'm going to link a few examples of these charts in the show notes, but like one standout that I used a lot was like a summer drinks chart. And so it's like, she has like the cat, the top line of the chart is like drink base, acid, sweet, optional booze. And then there are four options of drinks and how you make them. Um, she also actually, I linked a chart for smoothies, which I have been finding really helpful following the so arugula you, oh, okay, I was like, you didn't use it. <laughs> I didn't use it. The gingery peach one is really good. So it's like type of smoothie. And then she says like, what kind of frozen fruit, what kind of liquid, what kind of something creamy, and then jolt of flavor. So like the gingery peach one is peaches, orange juice, plain yogurt, a little fresh ginger. There's one on here that's a black forest one, which I think might speak to you, which is frozen cherries, milk, dairy or non-dairy. Wow. um, And chocolate syrup. Sounds great. Yeah, love. Um, So she's, I love, they're like little matrixes and she has a lot of them in her newsletter. You can like go read through the if you scroll through the archives, the chart, if there's a chart in there, it's usually the thumbnail of the newsletter. So it's easy to spot. And I just think that these are really nice. I always save them in my camera roll when she sends one out because they're really helpful when you don't know what to make. Like she did a bunch in the summer for like picnic food, like cold dinners that are easy to make that are fast. Like it's just like a really smart way to think about food. And I think that like the way her brain works and the way that she puts things together is awesome. So I recommend those to you, dear listeners. I think she's one of our best food personalities. And you know what's so great about her? She's quiet. Mm-hmm. She's not following any trends. Nope. And she's just giving us simple, honest, good food. Yeah. And she's and doing... Work. I think that she's just giving us exactly what she wants to eat. And she's not giving us like... She's not being Bullshit. like, oh, this thing is like popping off right now. So I'm going to make this like stupid thing that everyone's making to try and go viral on TikTok. Like yeah. that's not what she's doing. And I really appreciate that. Me too. Go, Julia. Go, Queen. I love that. And she's still doing her cooking classes online, I think, which is You know, really I've cool. taken a cooking class. Yeah, I know. You did it during the pandy, right? Yeah, I did it. Loved it. Love I've it. also met her. She's so good. Love her. She's really quite legit. Call us, girly. 
Um, do you know about Bodeborg, my spare time rack? I sure do, but I've never. Did you go? I've never been. Okay, it's crazy. I went on Friday. I had been before. I am truly like a Bodeborg evangelist, and whenever I say those words, people don't know what I'm talking about. Is and it I only understand. in Boston? In the U.S., but it's a Swedish uh, thing. Ah, fascinant. So Bodeborg. I actually need to go to their website because I don't even know how to describe this. But basically, oh, Bodeborg is questing. That's what they say. Mm, okay. It's essentially um, IRL puzzles. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a place that you go and there's like a bunch of rooms. So in the Boston one, there's 24 quests, which are rooms. You open a door and you walk in. And there is stuff in it. There are no instructions and there are there's literally nothing. And you just mm. have to start doing things and seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. And usually there's like multiple rooms. So like you enter the first room and say, I mean, I'll give you a, a real example. So we entered a room and there's like a bunch of like writing on the wall and there's like numbers and letters and then there's a map and then there's like a wall where there's like a certain thing that you do and then there's another wall where you do a different thing and basically like a certain color will pop on and you have to basically be like okay this is associated with this thing should I do this should I do this and you just try a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. until something works And if it works, you might enter the next room and the next room may be a continuation of what you were doing before. Maybe you have to build on it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of there's different. There's like just mind stuff. There's physical stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are ones where like you have to like climb across the monkey bars and you can't touch the floor or Mm -hmm. like whatever. Mm -hmm. But again, no instructions. And it's truly it's so enjoyable. Like anybody can do it. We were there on a Friday night and there were like three groups of like 10 eight-year-old boys that were our hype men like they would be like did you get it did you get it you're gonna do it like it's just cute i think it's so wonderful for children like it's truly just like problem solving logic and it's silly like they're so stupid like at one point i was holding myself up on a set of bars next to my friend Traeger and next to Erica and we were just staring at each other being like what are we doing in this room right now um but I just think it's so amazing it's so fun and if you're ever in the Boston area I would say go check it out or if you are in Sweden (laughs) Switzerland or Ireland. They have a bunch um, of locations there. I do think I have done Bodeborg. I think it was in like 2015. That's when it opened. And so it's possible. I I I don't know why. Like kind of I hadn't remembered this until now, but is it like a contest of like how many rooms you can do kind of or no? I, I mean feel, like maybe we, we were there for 2 hours and we did two. Like you're not going to finish mm. most of them. Mm-hmm. So No. No. I don't, I mean, maybe depending on your group. Because I kind of remember we did, I went with my acapella group and we like broke into teams yep. of three. And then maybe we were just, maybe we made it a contest in our own I minds. think that's very possible. Seems possible. But it was fun and weird. I did it with my friend and then my other friend who was not in the group of threes, um, now ex boyfriend. Ooh. Weird pairing. 
Yeah, they were. They are groups of three to five. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, I forgot it's about so it. So fun. It's just like good, clean, good, fun. clean, fun. Does it give? And I'm asking this as a person who's never done an escape room. Does it give escape room? I have never done an escape room, but Whoa. you're not locked in, and the quests themselves are like generally less than ninety seconds. Okay. Unless you continue, so like. Got it. You get kicked out of them quite often, so I feel like that might be the opposite of the escape room. Got They're it. like, you can't stay because you didn't do it. <laughs> yes, got it. Um, but maybe there's an element to it. Who can say? I mean, maybe we should do an escape room. I hate the thought of it. I don't. I I get anxiety about being like locked in places. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's for me. But they say exposure is a good way to overcome your anxieties. <laughs> That's so true. It doesn't feel like it would be that serious, but. Yeah, I think that probably at the end of the day, they would let you out if you wanted to. Of course, of course. Okay. Um, Yeah, if you need some good, clean fun to forget the world, check out Bodeborg. I, like, want to look into opening a franchise in D.C. That's how passionately I feel about it. Do it. That would be so fun. fun. I love it. Um, And I also just want to know how to do them all. They're they're so hard. (laughs) Wow, I want to go immediately. Yeah. Um, Okay. Some culture. Culture, three things you absolutely need to know. Need to know from October 2023. Um, a lot has happened in women's soccer. Yeah, a lot's going on still. Still is continuing to happen, and all of the things that are happening are interconnected. Mm-hmm. So we discussed this very briefly in the news yep. in October. Um, the Ali Krieger, Ashlyn Harris, Sophia Bush of it all um which I actually haven't seen so much about Ashlyn Harris in the past couple of weeks which I feel happy about but the I think she read the room she read the room she said okay no one's happy with me I'm gonna she said wait a minute I'm not a world champion I should remove that from my bio (laughs) did she remove it from her bio but I think the energy she's giving is the energy she's giving is conciliatory wait hold on I'm not a world champion that's the energy yeah big time so what happened the TLDR Ali Krieger and Ashlyn Harris, two U.S. Women's National Team members um, who were married, split up. And Ashlyn Harris very quickly announced that she was dating Sophia Bush, which is a huge win for the girlies who had crushes on Sophia Bush um, in junior high, like myself, and a huge L for um, Ali Krieger, obviously. Um, it, this all happened like as Ali Krieger is like, preparing to retire this is her final season so it like sort of sucked she that like it kind happened. of announced she was retiring and then it was all happening yeah like she basically like had her thunder stolen by this like divorce uh serving that happened which seemed to be like kind of a surprise to her um so everyone on the internet is like going crazy for ali krieger loving her supporting her all these things um the other fun thing that's happening in women's soccer is that the championship game is happening of the like u.s teams Mm -hmm. and ali krieger who is retiring is facing off against megan rapinoe who's also retiring Mm -hmm. and i think it's extremely extremely cute because they're buddies and did you see those text messages that were floating around no so they i guess i can't remember who posted it but it was like i think ali krieger was like oh i dug up this text message and it's a screenshot from like in september and Megan was like, oh, when's your last game? And 
Allie was like November 11th which is the championship yeah. game and she was like oh my god bitch you're so hilarious like okay fine I guess my last game's November ah, 11th too and now are. it's true um so that's fun I love it it's not all fun but that part is fun yeah I mean Allie Krieger <laughs> is the hero and she deserves to be the hero she's an amazing iconic soccer player mm-hmm. and she should go out with nothing but love respect admiration from all of us and mm-hmm. yeah i'll be interested to see if ashlyn um goes to the game goes to the game kind she of is intense. a friend of megan rapino as well so i'm like well they were like show besties. up here it's tea but i feel like i mean megan is kind of like showing up for ally for and sure sue is for sure for sure it's complicated it's complicated well listen friends this is at the end of the day a great reason not to date or marry your co-workers yeah just read the book cleat cute <laughs> to learn more that one is um not gonna give that lesson but no that's a bad book um no i think it's really 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 um interesting stuff and i think it's interesting to watch a community of athletes that i think is generally pretty like they kind of stay out of it like Mm -hmm. they're like we're just here to like do the sport and like be friends Mm -hmm. and this has really forced a lot of people to more publicly yeah show up um and it's been interesting it's really um divided the friend group in a way that is probably for the best yeah it's pretty sticky um so that's women's soccer that's women's soccer that's sports that's okay. our sports corner. We That's rarely our sports have corner. sports yeah. corner. Yeah, big sports girls. Um, Marie followed in my footsteps and watched the Hunger Games prequel. Or mm-hmm. sorry, the, pre- the all the Hunger Games movies mm-hmm. in anticipation of the prequel, which I believe comes out any day now. I know. We have to. We should like get our tickets, I guess. I'm going with my family the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's that's actually a family affair. You should go fine. with yours. Maybe I will. I feel like they don't care at all. It's funny that The Hunger Games is uh, children's. I mean, it's for teenagers, but like it's, it's a children's so story because it's it's really fucked up. It's like yeah. one of the more fucked up stories, hundred um, percent, that there is. And we are doing some reading about The Hunger Games and oh. some reading some Suzanne Collins content. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, this The Hunger Games was inspired by reality TV." I know. I think it's so interesting. Which I'm like, whoa, layers. Um, so I think the prequel is going to be really good. Although I don't understand how I will feel how I'm meant to feel empathy for President Snow but I'm interested I felt a lot of empathy for President Snow at the end of the fourth movie mm. I didn't necessarily I was like wait I like him empathy but I was like oh this is interesting like he's not like complicated because like in the first whatever three two books three movies it's like he's 100% villain zero percent anything else mm-hmm. so i was happy that it was like a little more complex than that yeah but it'll be i'm actually like extremely in on the snow backstory i feel i feel interested i feel curious i feel open-minded i feel like it's like it's not that simple i feel really excited to see the origin of the games i want to read the book maybe before i'm reading the, it right now Ooh, how is it mm, i don't like ya but i think yeah it's it's good you okay, know. great. I'll read it. He has a crazy name, though. It's like, I thought it was Cornelius. It's it's like Corlinalis or something. Whoa. And so I'm listening to it, so I'm actually really hating hearing that name constantly. Yeah, I thought it was Cornelius also. It's, def- it's like 
I can't say <laughs> Coral Coralinalis or I something like that. I don't like it either. I said no. Um, no, no. Well, I can't wait to see it. Maybe I'll make some plans to see it so that we can discuss um, in the newsletter. Or I would love to. Podcast. I feel really excited to see it. Um, third and final, Britney Spears, The Woman in Me, the Britney memoir dropped. Much anticipated. A few weeks ago in October. I have read it. Marie has not. No. But Alisa, talk to us about your thoughts and feelings. What's the review? I think it's a book worth reading, honestly. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, it's pretty quick. And I just thought it was a little bit more um, revealing than I expected it to Mm. be. And I think that it was humanizing of Brittany, but also the people in her life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought it was completely devastating and Mm. I think there was a lot in there that I'm not like like obviously I'm super aware of Britney Spears and like you know wish her the best Mm -hmm. but I'm not like a Britney super fan soup like I'm not like one of those people that was just like with the free Britney t-shirt like really engaged although I will say she in her book was like the people that were relentless about me being free are the reason that I'm free like she was like this movement is the reason that I am no longer in this situation pretty wild and so to that I say good job good job the free super Britney fans people. Yeah. But um, no, I think it was I think it was a really great read and I listened to it. It was. Did she read it? No, it was performed mm. by Michelle Williams, but Michelle Women's performed like she she was like sounding like. Brittany. Yeah, it was really good. But Brittany does read the prologue Whoa. or kind of like the author's note in the beginning. Cool. Um, I thought it was great. I think it's like totally worth the read. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading it. We were talking about if we should buy it or not, um, which is a big deal in my home, as you know. You don't buy because obviously there, we are no. I was number like eight hundred and seventy six yeah. on the library wait list. Um, this book came with a lot of um, heat for pop prince Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I loved the Lost Culturistas take, which was that Justin Timberlake has been kind of like yeah. one foot in the grave culturally for a while now. He's mm-hmm. been doing a lot of things that have been bad, but he. This was just bad. Bad as in like lame, not bad as in like bad, right? Until I mean, this. he was like openly cheating on his wife with his co-star. Oh, I forgot um, about that. In a that. movie, you know, I don't. We don't like that. I don't think people think that he's a good guy generally, and I think he was trying to like, you know, rehab his reputation a bit. I think he was trying to be wholesome and like play to people's nostalgia with the NSYNC Trolls. stuff. You guys, NSYNC is so lame. Like, I was not an NSYNC girly back in the day, but I watched the NSYNC Hot Ones, and I was like, this is a bunch of old men talking about nothing. Yeah, they didn't stay cool enough, Not at all. They didn't stay relevant in any way. And it's too bad. But, yeah, after this book is damning for Justin Timberlake. It's Do you funny. know any of the stuff? I know some of it, yeah. It's, it's funny because good. Justin Timberlake, I, I've remembered this recently because – when we had COVID, we were watching a lot of old Saturday Night Live mm. sketches. And do you remember when Justin Timberlake was on Saturday Night Live like every with weekend? Jimmy Fallon. And he was like best friends with Jimmy Fallon. And he was and just like, funny. he was everywhere. Yeah. Like they were all over the place. And he had like, you know, a couple cool albums and the like not so distant past. And I feel like he blew it. Something and that's really. He's turned. being a bad boy. He's not a good person, I guess. I think he, I, yeah, I think that 
ultimately like things didn't go well for him you know what's so crazy hmm. can i tell you one thing in the book Yeah, i would love to know it i think justin was britney's first kiss mm-hmm. and i think their first kiss she was like detailing it and she was like it was when um uh like uh janet jackson song was playing in the background oh my god which is kind of like weird foreshadowing that is fascinating. It's really sad. He broke her heart. He broke her heart. He and I, I do have some empathy for him, right? Because like child stardom leaves no one unscathed. But I do think that he seems to have been getting away with seeming like a nice guy for a long time. And I feel like it's happy to know that there's no statute on limit of limitations on guys getting called out for their fucking bad behavior. Yeah, I think if anything, like we're gonna be seeing more and more. Girls are just out here being like, you know what? No. I'm going to speak my mind. Speak your mind. And I support that. I'm really happy for Britney Spears. I hope that she is doing well. Yeah, I can't wait for you to read it. I think it really, like, cleared some stuff up. And I personally will absolutely let her do whatever the fuck she wants from here on out. Yeah, she should. As she damn well should. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's November. up um, for you in November, the month that we are already deeply in? We're one week fully. Yeah, if you're November. listening to this, I think it's um, November mid-November. 13th, yeah, so, <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, it's Thanksgiving. It's, it's fall so in New York. I'm going there a lot this month. Um, the New York City Marathon really inspires me. I'm like, mm-hmm. am I going to run a marathon every year? I wonder. Will you? Do you um, think? I think I could. You definitely could. I don't know if I want to. Totally. But I think that if I want, if I ran a marathon, I would want it to be New York. That makes sense. It does seem like a really fun one. And I just think it's like there is an energy to New York City that can't be matched. Can't be and matched. Boston is so hard. Yeah, Boston, the energy is really good, but the marathon seems fucking horrible. Miserable. It's way more fun to watch. Yeah, I love to watch People it. in New York appear to be having a fun time while they run. I think it's just like there's legit energy every minute of the course. Yeah. And that's nice. And that's cool. How do the people that run a marathon in like Ohio do it, Dude. you know? I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell you. When it's just like quiet stretches. Or like the people who run marathons like in the mountains. I know. I'm like, I mean, it's beautiful, but I'm like, that seems A, so hard. Yeah. And B, not distracting enough. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. You know, I'm on my fitness journey. I do Um, know. I'm three books away from 100. Good job. Which is exciting. So that's it. I can't wait to review our books. I know. I'm excited. This year has felt really long in terms of when I think about what I've read. Like, the things I read in January seem, like, impossible for me to... A lifetime um, ago. ...reach with my brain. Yeah, I don't know. But my journey this year was to, like, read more books that I actually liked. Mm -hmm. And I think I've done pretty well. Yeah. What's your... I wish there was a Goodreads wrapped. Um, I think there is. But I want it to be, like, your average rating was... You know what I mean? Like, it's not that that dynamic... Oh, yeah. It's just like a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I don't know what I feel like I need to do more. Like, I there's a lot of I feel like the Goodreads wrapped stuff is like pretty general. But I'm like, I want the breakdown of like author identities that I read this year. Mm. And like, I guess they do show you like which how many translations and stuff. Should we make an app? I don't know how, but that sounds great. I'm don't sure steal we our figure idea it out. if you're listening. Goodreads wrapped. I also want... um. I want a lot of things wrapped. Like, I want New York Times cooking wrapped. Mm. I want them to tell me, although I guess they don't know what I made because I always forget to mark it as cooked. 
I hope the inventor of Spotify Wrapped is making a lot of money. I hope so, too. They started a revolution. They really did. I'm eager to hear our Spotify Wrapped, as always. Oh, my God. It's it's always, like, embarrassing. I have a feeling I'm going to be surprised this year. Ooh, what but, do you think? Because I just don't really know. I mean, this Taylor time, Swift. This time next month, we're going to know. Taylor Swift is going to be my number one. Yeah. But that's every year, so. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of random stuff. I like that for us. But also watch it be my fucking standard five people. Yeah. I mean, only time will tell. There's a, We have a month to mix it up. It's going to be Taylor. <laughs> it's because T- Taylor knows what she's doing, but she releases the most music out of any artist. Yeah, it's volume. It's sheer volume. I'm like, yeah. I, oh, we didn't talk about 1989. Oh, my God. What it's do you so think? Um, I like the bonus tracks. And? <laughs> Uh, I just like I was expecting to care so much more about okay. this. Is 1989 I mean? personal to you? Yeah, it's my favorite. Oh, album I didn't know that. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's definitely like fallen a little bit in the rankings in recent years for me. But like it was all, for many many years my like f- it was my favorite before the recent uh, before like folklore and stuff came out. And it was like you know the it came out the fall after I graduated from college mm-hmm. so and I was like you know living my on my own yeah and like walking to work you and were like, like welcome my, to like, New York but China. I was in China <laughs> but it was hitting um so I was expected expecting to be more excited but I just feel like she really burned too hot and fast on the red re-release and mm-hmm. nothing will ever be as good mm-hmm so I don't know, but the I really the like tea with the Harry Styles song, um, is it over now? Mm-hmm. I love. I'm enjoying deeply, and I think that song is awesome. I think it's interesting. I don't care about it. 1989 TV overall. Yeah, I can't wait for Reputation. <sighs> That's gonna rock my little socks. Those songs are kind of stupid. Like, you know, like yeah. I, it's nice that we're getting mature Taylor re-record. Like. Mm-hmm. Not to speak about the Jonas Brothers again, but like, <laughs> like if you ever want to listen to the song Year 3000, you can't because it just sounds too stupid it's as really is. Stupid. But like with a re-record, it could be more palatable. Yeah, I think that the um, best re-record uh, low key is going to be self-titled because those on self-titled, those she songs. cannot sing and now she can. So I'm looking forward. Um, but yeah, Reputation is going to be a revelation. There will be no explanation. There will only be reputation, as they say. So good. So good. Well, on that note, what are you doing in November? What (laughs) the heck am I doing in November? Um, My family is coming for the day after Thanksgiving. So I'm doing Thanksgiving here with Hannah's family in Virginia, and then I'm hosting my family, which will be fun. Cute, cute, cute. Um, I'm on a little bit of a mini fitness journey myself. What does that Um, mean? We're calling it Movember. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a little move every day. Could be a walk. It could be okay, a love. yoga. It could be a bike ride. It I could love be, a move every day. I have watched um, a little bit of that Netflix thing. You may have seen it pop up. That's like live to 100, life in the oh. blue zone. Yes. <laughs> I was watching that. Move every day. Um, it, yeah, it was like the, the um, I can't remember the exact phrasing that he used, but like one of the things that he found that was like in a couple of the different blue zones is like people it's not that people are like exercising like working out for working out sake but it's like they have lives that involve movement so it's like they don't have like automated stuff that like in their house so they're like wiping the floors or they're cleaning the dishes or they're sweeping um and then like walking and biking Mm -hmm. just like 
having a life that involves movement. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to involve more movement. I love Um, it. I'm going to be a bike girly. I've been riding my bike all over the place. So good. So fun. It's the best bike weather right now. Um, And then catching up on my reading goal because I'm behind once more. Is there any book that you like can't wait to read? No, that's my problem. I'm kind of like, I'm just feeling a little like meh. I think I need to do like a hard reset on all my library books like I think I'm just going to return everything that yeah. I have right now and not, not check excited. anything else out until the end of the year love because I need to read through some of the books that I own um but yeah it'll be nice like I love I feel like I do a lot of like we're getting into the time of year that's like the year's ending now I'm reflecting now I'm dreaming and thinking about next year mm-hmm. like that's and I think that's like my favorite yeah. time of year um, I also have a lot of work stuff in November. Yeah, you do. Crazy week next week. So back to Miami. Back to Miami. Um, but yeah, it's all nice. I like November, I think, mm. as it turns out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I like that wellness movement. November. <laughs> Rolls right the off the tongue. With me. I know I should. I really should. I love it, honestly. I do. I mean, I just, like, could do it because I encounter so many less stairs on my day-to-day basis than you. Although, when I'm in Miami, I do sometimes take the stairs uh, down. But -hmm. it's 15 floors, so going up would be crazy. Famously fine. And I'm like, okay, I'm moving moving the old bod. Yeah. I don't think I can go up 15 flights, but maybe I'll try one time next week. It's a lot. Because it's from the garage. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, I think you could. I could. Maybe I will. People sometimes think it's weird. I mean, I, I do try to be socially, like, normal, and I'll take the <laughs> elevator, like, if it's just too weird not to. But, like, I try to advocate for stairs. They're uh, they're there for the using. Yeah, it's an it's easy like, way to get your reps in. That's right. Um, well, on that note. I was just going to say, keep it easy. Keep it easy. Ish. <laughs> um, what the fuck do Thank I say? Thank you for spending your spare time with us. Should I, should I run that back? No. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>